Chapter forty two of Carpenter's Geographical Reader Africa by Frank Carpenter. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Betty B. Rhodesia, the Zambezi, the Niagara of Africa. We have returned to Beira by sea and taken the railroad through Portuguese East Africa to Salisbury, the capital of the great province of Rhodesia we are now in what might be called the frontier of british south africa the settlements by the whites began at the cape of good hope and they have been steadily pushed toward the north salisbury is more than four hundred miles farther north of cape town than duluth is north of new orleans and rhodesia extends still many hundred miles northward it reaches the belgian congo and german east africa bordering on the southern shores of lake tanganyika and lying on both sides of the wide zambezi river rhodesia is about one-fourth as large as the united states proper and a great part of it being high and healthful will support a vast white population we see the homes of english settlers with sheep and cattle about them shortly after we enter the province huge wagons loaded with grain hauled by long teams of oxen stand about the stations and villages and towns are rapidly growing up along the line of the railroad salisbury is a thriving little city with fine public buildings good stores and comfortable homes it has churches libraries and schools it has cricket clubs and football grounds and we notice that the children enjoy themselves quite as much as at home we go about at night under electric lights and ride from one place to another on street cars it is more lively still in bulawayo several hundred miles farther on where we stay a few days before going northward to see the falls of the zambezi river the zambezi is one of the largest rivers of africa being surpassed only by the congo the nile and the niger it rises in the western highlands and flows eastward across the continent emptying through a wide delta into the indian ocean the lower part of the river and the shira its chief tributary are navigable throughout their lower courses for small steamers while farther up the zambezi are long stretches of wide and deep waterways in many places however the river is broken by rapids and waterfalls and a short distance below where the quando flows into it near the western boundary of rhodesia are the victoria falls which might be called the niagara of africa the victoria falls are in many ways more wonderful than niagara a short distance above them the zambezi is over a mile wide a little lower down it narrows and its whole volume drops into a great canyon several hundred feet deep which runs at right angles to its course the water falls a far greater distance than at niagara it makes a noise like thunder and goes raging and tumbling on through a narrow gorge for thirty-five miles before it resumes its ordinary course the cape to cairo railroad goes right to the falls and there crosses the zambezi on one of the highest bridges of the world which has been constructed over the canyon below them the falls will be used as we are using niagara to furnish power for factories their force is so great that it is estimated to be equal to thirty-five million horses all pulling at once this is many more horses than we have in the whole united states we hear the falls some time before reaching them the noise at first sounds like the roar of the ocean it increases as we come nearer 
and looking out of the car windows we can see great clouds of white mist rising in five columns hundreds of feet into the air we leave the station and make our way up to where the river seems to lose itself in the earth the spray is falling like rain and our guides tell us that this rain continues day and night year in and year out there are woods on the banks of the river the leaves of which are always dripping and the smoky mist above them makes one think of a forest on fire now the wind has sprung up and the five geysers of mist have been blown into one great column which rises high over the forest we are on the side of the river away from the sun its rays shine through the spray and make glittering rainbows which sway to and fro with the wind we go by canoes to a little island above the falls and afterward cross the zambezi to get the view from the opposite bank we then stroll along the canyon watching the waters boiling and seething now dashing spray high into the air and now rolling about in whirlpools as they fight their battles with the rocks on their way to the sea it is a wonderful sight well compared to our own niagara End of chapter forty two